You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. Today's edition is brought to you by TD Ameritrade, who's reinventing how you invest. Whether you want to place a trade on Facebook Messenger or get market news from your smart speaker, TD Ameritrade's technology is designed to bring the market to you. See what's new at tdameritrade.com innovation. After Trump's speech, Twitter fact-checks the fact-checkers by Angela Watercutter. If President Trump's tenure in office has any lasting impact on the jobs market, it might just be his ability to keep fact-checkers gainfully employed. Going back to the election debates in 2016, diligent researchers at nearly every major news outlet have made it their business to find the truth and fiction in the claims Trump makes. It's truly hard to keep up. He just says so many things. This, in turn, has led to a sort of cottage industry of armchair fact-checkers who now scour through nearly all of the president's claims and the news organization's analysis of them, looking for the truth. It's become a cycle that moves faster than 24-hour news, one that spins so fast it's hard to keep up. On Tuesday night, as Trump addressed the nation about the government shutdown and his ongoing quest for a barrier along the United States' southern border, it spun itself into a froth. It all started with a tweet from the Associated Press. That tweet? AP Fact Check. Democrats put the blame for shutdown on Trump, but it takes two to tango. Trump's demand for $5.7 billion for his border wall is one reason for the budget impasse. The Democrats' refusal to approve the money is another. Ah, yes, the old two-to-tango argument. In American politics, there are more often than not two positions, a Democratic one and a Republican one, on every issue. But this one, as a stream of reaction tweets soon pointed out, was odd. How, critics argued, could Democrats be held responsible for simply not giving the president what he wanted? Moreover, hadn't the president already said that he would be proud to shut down the government if he didn't get what he wanted, effectively making this a one-person tango, or at least one largely led by a single participant? The reaction was swift and fierce. For example, Dave Hogg's response? 
Mugger, give me $2 million. Jogger, I don't have $2 million. Mugger, shoots Jogger. AP Fact Check, it takes two to tango. Caroline Orr weighed in as well. She said, Um, the shutdown started before Christmas, when the GOP was in control of the House, Senate, and White House. Your fact check needs a fact check. Judd Legum put his own spin on things by placing his own AP fact check. Robert puts the blame on Paul for punching him in the face, but it takes two to tango. Paul throwing a punch is one reason for the incident. Robert having a face is another. Another fine example of a response came from Russ Pitts. Batman puts the blame for Gotham City's Joker gas attack on the Joker, but it takes two to tango. The Joker's demand for 5.7 billion chattering teeth is one reason for the standoff. Batman's refusal to wind them up is another. The tweets go on and on, and while they do an excellent job of illustrating the false equivalency of the AP's argument, they also point to a larger issue in Fact Check America, determining what are facts. It is a fact that the U.S. government is shut down because Trump and the Democrats aren't in agreement about funding border security. But it is not a fact that everyone equally shares the blame. Democrats, as the New York Times noted in its own fact check, have offered $1.3 billion for more security along the southern border. They just don't want a wall. That is another fact. Should Republicans accept that offer? Welp, it takes two to tango. And this has become the state of discourse. It's one thing for a tweet to point out a discrepancy in a number or piece of data. It's another to try to analyze intent. It is true that the shutdown probably would end if the Senate and the House of Representatives gave Trump $5.7 billion for a border wall. It's not a fact that Trump asking for something and Congress giving it to him are the same thing. This is why fact-checking in the age of Twitter is tough. It's vital for calling a lie a lie. But even with increased character counts, it's hard to capture nuance. The proper spelling of smoking gun can be summed up in a tweet but there isn't a thread long enough to explain immigration policy. And yet social media has become the go-to forum for analysis of everything Trump says. It's the best place to keep up with the discourse, but one of the worst places to have it. Twitter can be great for pointing out discrepancies, but less awesome at getting to the root of the issues. Don't believe me? Try fact-checking the fact-check of the fact-checkers. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.